0: Charles R. Swindle once said, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Most people react with a flight or fight reaction, but some people freeze up. It's not a healthy situation, but sometimes it works. Welcome to my podcast, Face to Face with Life. My name is Alex. I'm a senior this year at PCM High School, and I recently just turned 18, like, two weeks ago. That means I'm an adult. That's a scary thought. The thought of being an adult didn't scare me until I had to do some adult things. On my birthday, we went to the courthouse and changed my driver's license. On the next Friday, I went to the bank and set up my own bank account. I got registered for a credit card. I have to start earning credit, or start building my credit, or whatever. however it goes. And when I got my license, I signed up to vote. I don't know anything about the government, or legislation, or any of this voting stuff. I should probably get on that, shouldn't I? I've told myself these past couple years, I should really start paying attention to this stuff. It's gonna affect my future one day, and my children's future, and my grandchildren's future. I mean, I care about that stuff already as an 18-year-old. 18 is the age that this begins. My life. The life that I control. I get really frightened of the realities of an adulthood. I mean, I'll be entering college in less than five months, having no idea where I'm going to school for. I know where I'm going, but not what I'm going to study. I get hammered at every single family function that I have with the questions, hey Alex, do you know what you're gonna study in college? Hey Alex, where are you going to college? I always answer the same exact way. Hey family, I have no idea, so please stop asking until I figure this out, thanks. Okay, it might not be that sarcastic, but I mean, it's something along that line where I just don't know, so I can't tell anybody what I don't know. That makes sense, right? I mean, if somebody asks you a question about whales and you don't know the answer, don't you just say, I don't know and move along? It's the same way I speak about college. I don't know what I'm going to study. Even people at school nag me about this. Like my classmates always wonder, hey Alex, where are you going to college? Expecting me to tell them somewhere close to them so we can stay in touch. That's one of the scary realities about graduating high school, is that some of the people that you've known your entire life, kindergarten, maybe preschool through senior year, will go on to build their own lives and go to college or start their own families right away. Some of them you will not stay in touch with. And I don't think that'll hit me until it actually happens, until I try to get a hold of one of my friends and It's been five years since I've last seen them. If I really think about it, in five years, I will be done with college. I'll hopefully have a job, maybe a significant other, but I'll be starting a new part of my life, like I am right now. It's gonna be scary, it's gonna be new. And based on previous events in my life, I'm not big on the whole new thing. I've had a very adventurous first 18 years of my life, starting from the very beginning. Born with only one parent, the second parent decided to ditch right away. Thankfully, my dad jumped right in and was like, hey, I need a daughter, kind of thing. And then my sister was born. We lived a couple years and things didn't work out between my parents. It's reality. Couples just sometimes don't get each other sometimes aren't compatible you could say they eventually separated my parents got half and half between me and my sister mostly spending time with my mom during the school year and my dad on the weekends i have been in a divorced family my entire life i don't remember a time where i wasn't because i was so young when it happened both of my parents remarried and found their love to be With that, I gained extra siblings. I gained three sisters and a brother. Both of my parents are very happy right now, and so am I, in general. But that's not how it used to be. I've struggled a lot with this whole divorce thing over the years. I mean, I was five since it happened. So I got used to some stuff, but other things just didn't come as naturally to me. For example, when we were younger, my sister and I would have to travel a lot in between our our homes. My dad or my mom would transfer us in the car between each town, and we'd carry a bunch of stuff at each house just for the weekend and for the next school day. Doing this task over and over for over seven years, I could say, helped me with my organization skills a lot, especially with my sports that I got involved with. I had to pack my stuff at night just so I could wake up and be ready in the morning. It also helped me in school. I could wake up with 20 minutes to leave the house, and I would have everything ready sitting for me. With a divorced family, I learned the importance of quality time. I didn't see all of my family sometimes, so you had to make the time worth it. If that meant sacrificing some time with friends, I would have done that as a kid. However, I was definitely angry at my parents for saying no to times where I wanted to spend the night at someone's house or go hang out for a couple hours. As a kid, all of my friends only had two parents, so they didn't understand what I was going through. I eventually became very envious of all the things they could do or what they had. They didn't have to go to their dad's on the weekend, they didn't wonder whose house they were staying at tomorrow night, and they definitely didn't have to tell their friends, sorry, I can't come over, I am at my mom's this weekend. I cannot even remember how many times I said that. It was just a reoccurring thing that I was fighting between myself and what my parents wanted and just how to please them all the time. I know the only thing they ever wanted was just to spend time with me and my sister. And I respect that because we're their kids and they didn't get to see us all the time like some parents could. I remember after I got a phone my dad would always text me and message me and say, oh my gosh, can't wait to see you this weekend. We're gonna have a blast. Love, dad. Those were the messages I waited for every Thursday. I mean, as a young kid with my flip phone, I would just be so happy to see my dad's name pop up on my phone, sending these wonderful messages all the time. Times got a little more crazy around middle school. This was after my mom had my youngest sister and she was going through a really tough divorce. My mom took on a lot of things at that time. I also had a very selfish point of view. I think mostly because I was in the peak of puberty and you know how that goes. I only thought of what I wanted and what could satisfy my needs. So when money ran short and my mom couldn't afford it, I ran straight to my dad. That caused conflict between them. My point of view on it was, as humans, they argued who was better at their job. In this case, who was the better parent? My sister and I definitely got put in the middle of it. They would relay messages back and forth between us. Even being a selfish Alex, I was still a huge people pleaser. I always told the opposite party what they wanted to hear, and sometimes it didn't relay the right message. This continued on throughout high school. I started doing less activities, but the sports took a lot of my time. I was more active in activities than my sister's, so I was always out of the house more. I had my own car starting freshman year, so I didn't have to ask for rides like she did. I thought things were fine at both houses, especially my mom's. I had only those dumb arguments with my mom about how I thought I was always right. My sister and I have always been best friends. Because of our close age, we fought a lot, but always talked everything out. However, sometime around the end of my sophomore year, freshman year for her, she became less talkative. Something had changed. Granted, we both had changed a bunch since we were little girls. I respected her distance for a while. Maybe she just needed to have her space like any teenager would have. Soon it became clear that we didn't talk as much as we used to. Eventually, the summer of my junior year, right after my junior year, my sister decided to move out and only live with my dad. It was a little rough, but I got through it. It still got a little rough around Christmas time just because we were always together every single day, but I decided it was for the best. In the end, I respected my sister's decisions. I have learned to forgive her and to forgive my parents and for all they'd done before I know I wouldn't be the person I am today without them. But I knew I wasn't the only one going through these things. I knew there had to be someone else and I've heard a couple of stories. So I did some digging and I found my friend Zoe. She kinda had the same story as I did, and I des- decided to interview her one day. Here's how that went. Hey guys, I'm here with a friend, Zoe, and I'm here to ask her a, cu- a couple questions about her similar experience and how they have impacted her. So Zoe, how long have your parents been apart?
1: They've been divorced for, I don't, I don't know, a while, probably about eight or nine years. Um, they got divorced when I was in about third or fourth grade, and I'm a junior now, so it's been a while. So, as an experienced
0: person in a divorced family, like, what things have impacted you as you've gotten older?
1: Um, definitely living in two separate places. Um, for a while, I lived, you know, in the country between Prairie City and Colfax, and that was a bit farther away than say Ankeny. <laughs> so um, definitely those different changes. Um,
0: are there any lessons you've learned, like organization or skills you've co- like
1: connected with those lessons through, I don't know, figuring out what you need to do to survive in these situations, <laughs> I guess? Yeah. Um, I'm still not as organized as I would like to be, but you know, little things like making sure you have everything ready the night before is something that's just ingrained into my mind now since, you know, moving back and forth, you have to remember everything or else you might be out of luck for the week. But um, yeah, just little things like that.
0: So with these skills, have they like impacted your studies, your um, activities that you are involved at school? Have they impacted like your life in general?
1: Um, yeah, I would say yes. I mean, um, I mean, once you get divorced, everything, everything changes. Your whole life is just kind of flipped upside down. Um, but not always in a bad way, if that makes sense. Like, um, at first it was rough. I mean, I had two different houses and I definitely, definitely was not used to that. But, um, as, time has gone on I almost liked having two different places I mean you know if you had troubles at one house play there's another house that you can get away to if you must but um yeah I mean I I've been involved with activities at school I don't know if I would say that that has affected me so much but definitely the lessons I've learned from the divorce have applied and gone been been moved over to those activities like um you know jazz band or or even regular band I suppose Uh, organizational skills are still there and um, yeah so
0: with having those two houses and having somewhere to escape like are there any like conflicts that like both your parents your original parents have together and how do you like deal with these kind of things like with me I sometimes dealt with anger and it was a bad thing as a child and I've learned to realize that they can get better, and then I have to re- take it in a different way. So, have you? What's your issue on this? Like, have you, how do you deal with these things?
1: Um. Well, I mean, my parents used to fight a lot when I was younger, and of course, it was kind of scary. I was a little kid. I didn't. I didn't know what to do. Um. Over time, I've realized that I can't force myself into their conflicts. If that makes sense. Um, I kind of had to separate myself away from them and focus on myself during things like that, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and did you ever get stuck in the middle?
0: Like, you know how the, you have to like relay messages, did it ever get to a point where it just got so bad?
1: Oh, all the time. I remember um, when I was younger, I almost actually had to send, like, I was sent with letters to the other parent. Um, and at one point, I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. I, I have to separate myself from this situation. Um, so with all of this, like, has it changed you at all as a
0: person? Like, I mean, of course, you grew up and you learned a lot of new things. But right now, like, what do you respect about yourself that, like, the divorce in itself has changed you?
1: Well, um, like my mom's story through the entire divorce, uh, she wasn't in the best relationship with my dad and she decided that she needed to get out of it. And I always like to look into that and in realizing that I can't, I can't just sit back and wait, thing, wait for things to get better or to happen for me. Sometimes you really do need to go out and change things for the better. Um, on the flip side of that, at the same point, as a child who was struggling with, you know um, all the arguments and just waiting to grow up and get out of there sometimes you do just have to push through with the waiting for a little bit but um, yeah.
0: so as your parents grew apart um, how did they gain any extra people in their life did they remarry did they just get into a community which they loved
1: um, so what was your whole experience with that um, well, my mom got remarried to my stepdad, and uh, he has a giant family. Or, well, not giant, but a lot bigger than I'm used to. Like, uh, he has four siblings, and they a lot of them have kids. So I gained like f- five or six new cousins, four or five, maybe even six new aunts and uncles. And I got this great grandma out of the deal. She's always so sweet, and she cares for us like we're really one of our one of her own grandchildren. And I'm always so appreciative of that.
0: Um, so with my experience I gained a lot of new siblings and I had original siblings and everything and Do you have any and like how did they deal with that? Did you have to help them and guide them through it younger or older?
1: Um, for a while, my dad had been engage- engaged to this uh, gal who had four four kids of her own, and they had lived with us for a while, and, um, they were not used to our way of living, I suppose, they had always grown up in downtown West Des Moines, they were using, used to having everything kind of at their disposal, and then they went to literally li- middle of nowhere be- like, in the country, um, and that- It was kind of hard to help them uh shape to the new situation they were in they you know they didn't have a lot of escapes in in where we are now but um i did try and help them with that a little and it ended up not working out but i'll always be thankful for getting to be able to know them
0: so this thing this kind of thing happens all the time to families like some just don't get along and Do you have any, like, motivation or inspirational things to say to kids or even, like, parents who are just now going through this? Or motivation for yourself, even? Like, do you just have anything
1: to say? For kids that are just now going through this, um, it gets better. (laughs) Hold out. Um, I know it, it sucks right now. Everything's falling apart and it seems dark, but wait a little bit see how you feel about everything and things might get a little lighter um for parents going through this make sure you keep your kids thoughts and wants and feelings in mind um this is really hard for them too i know you're you're losing a spouse or something like that but their family's also being torn apart so just Make sure everyone's thoughts and feelings are kept in mind, I suppose.
0: All right, so I just want to thank you again for b- coming on my podcast, and I had a great time, so thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, I had a great time as well. <laughs> and as I said before, I wouldn't be who I am without my family. Yes, we may have some rough patches and everything, but I know I can justify to this and so can Zoe. We are so much stronger from what we've gone through than we ever could know. Thank you for listening to my podcast and see you next time on Face to Face with Life.